and welcome back for another episode of the Social Hour Podcast, a podcast for sewists by sewists. I'm your host, Ashley. And I'm your host, Bethany. And on today's episode, we're talking about winter and specifically <laughs> winter wear. <laughs> it's cold. It is cold. <laughs> it's cold. And, you know, one of my biggest goals for this year was to make like some really nice coats and five days in to the new year, you have already made two coats. <laughs> I mean, if you're not going to do your goals, then why are you even here? What are you even doing? <laughs> exactly. I, mean, I don't set the goals to wait till the last five days of the year to do them all. <laughs> oh, so you're not like everyone else? Well, I mean, typically, yes. But this year, I'm trying to be better. And you're I don't trying know, to I... set the goal standard. I get it. I, right. I'm raising yeah. the bar, y'all. <laughs> come meet me here. It's very rewarding. No, I, I, I don't know. I had some time alone over the holiday break and I was like, I have got to utilize this time. And so that's, mm -hmm. that's kind of when I started one of the coats and then I finished it. What? New Year's Eve. I literally put the last few stitches on right before midnight. Mm -hmm. And, um, and I was so excited. And I look up and I, and I looked at my clock and it was like 12.02 and I was like, or 12.01 or something like that. I was like, oh, huh, happy new year. And I had just finished it and was like looking at it and zipping it up. And I was like, this looks so nice. And then I realized it was midnight. Um, so nice. I, I was so excited about that one. And then what was it? Two days later, I made another coat. But you already had the fabric, though, so... I had all of this fabric. You were prepared. Mm -hmm. I, I, I Both were made from my stash. The only thing I had to go get for the quilted coat that I did was a zipper. I didn't have a separating zipper that was long enough and in black. Mm -hmm. So I did get that. Well, I take that back. I had one, but it had, like, bling rhinestone down the front. Oh! <laughs> and you didn't want to use that? No. I don't How even know. How beautiful. I have one of those. Do you really? I do. She's with like the, the perfect project. The, like the little triangle shape pool with the rhinestones on the pole too. I don't know if it has it on the pole, but each like tooth. But they're yes. big teeth, right? Yes. <laughs> yes. I love them. I don't know why I have it or where or what I got it for. Well, you didn't I, buy it. I was gifted it because again, oh, no, I, I bought it. Buy it. You oh, you did. Oh, yeah. I totally bought it. And I, I bought it last year. I'm pretty sure I bought it um, for our sewing retreat when we were doing those dresses. But I don't know that okay. it's a separating one. Or maybe I got it because it was on sale. I don't know. I, hmm. I, I couldn't tell you half the reasons why I've bought half the things that I've bought for sewing. So, and the, at the time, it was a good idea. The time... It and it's probably on sale. Great. It was definitely on sale. I would not mm -hmm. have paid full price for a blinged out <laughs> zipper. <laughs> but I thought it might be fun, mm -hmm. like, down the back of a dress, if you were going to yeah. make a black dress. It could be, like, a fun. Mm -hmm. But it is pretty aggressive. I think if I, it's just, it's. <laughs> An aggressive zipper. Never. That's the it first is. time I've heard that. It is very, it's giving 90s vibe, early 2000 mm -hmm. vibe, where we think about it. Perfect. We're coming back to that. We sounds like a lot of people. It is. Uh, Every, all the Gen Z, is that it? Who are going, 
and buying our old clothes at the thrift store. No, they're just remaking the fashion into like all over again. And they think it's new. Yeah, I know they do. They actually think that like, oh my God. But I remember when I was a kid, my mom would be like, I had those. And I'd be my like, my mom did the same thing. And I, in my mind, I'm like, okay, I'm sure it wasn't exactly the same. And then she's like, no, really, I have the sewing patterns for that. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's all coming back. Anyways, so I I have the zipper, but I had to go buy a new zipper for the coat. So I made the quilted coat. Um, I made the really nice long coat trench? two days later. I guess you could call it a trench it's like a long pea coat kind of trench. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We'll share some photos here so you guys can see what we're talking about on YouTube. But um, you can always go over to my Instagram and see them because I they live both of these live in several places on my feed mm-hmm. because they're just I'm very proud of them. Um, I I have issues with both. Personally, I feel like both could have been better in different areas. Um, but learning how, how am I going to get better if I don't? Mm-hmm attempt um so yeah i will say um the quilted coat is a uh oh, oh, first of all both of these are like big four patterns um and i don't mm. normally sew big four patterns um mm-hmm. i sew indie patterns and for a good reason um it's not nothing against big four but i have personal feelings <laughs> it's a little against it. big four i guess it is <laughs> uh, uh, let me just let me just say i I will say that with indie patterns, I have become spoiled. A little Uh, bit. There's a level of expectation for their tutorials and instructions that we can't really get from. Well, I think the reason indie patterns are doing so well is because of how frustrated people have been over the years with Mm -hmm. big more tissue patterns, right? And, um, And they haven't really changed that much. Um, no. And so if, if when you do go back to those patterns, even as an experienced sewist, it's like, why is this so much harder than it has to be? Why is it still like this today, though? Right. Like, so, so the pattern, the reason I chose to do the quilted coat pattern is for a couple reasons. One, it's a, it's a Nomi pattern by Alyssa Threads. I do love Alyssa. Um, Mm -hmm. I love her style. This was outside of her usual style, but it was a very well designed quilted coat. Um, So this is my opinion about my experience with making this coat has nothing to do with the design or with her. Mm -hmm. It's the, there were, um, when you purchased, I purchased this one online. I did not purchase it at the store. um, So I could have a digital download. So if I wanted to make it again, I could. Um, Mm -hmm. A couple things that kind of, and this is just how, I guess, the Simplicity Group does their stuff. Um, I noticed that several of the Nomi patterns, because I looked at several, they all have different size charts, even for all the coats. So that was, so I had to look at the size chart for each pattern. And then the pattern, you purchase it based on the size range. And one of them that I wanted to purchase, I was in between the size ranges. And I wasn't going to purchase it twice. Right. So I was like, well, this is kind of frustrating. So for indie pattern companies, you typically get the full size range. Yeah. Unless it's like plus or standard. Yeah. But even then, sometimes most of them, if like, if it's a women's pattern, you get all women's sizes. If it's typically, if it's a kid's pattern, you get all kids sizes. Like, you know, it's specific to that 
pattern, but yeah. I, this was like split. It was all women's coat. It was a women's coat, but it was split into two size ranges. And I kind of fell in between the two on one of them. So I ended up not getting it because I was like, well, I mean, yeah, how's that really work? help me? And so um, that was kind of frustrating. Then the PDF, it was for Alyssa's coat, it was two separate PDF files for the coat pieces. The which is okay, I guess. I would prefer it all be in one, to be honest, mm-hmm. because they both. And the other thing about big four patterns is when you download the PDF, there's not layers. So you can't just select your size. So you have to print oh, okay. all of the sizes and all of the, you know, and that's yep. just how they do it. This is where. A waste of ink. Well, it's a waste of ink. It's a waste of paper. I couldn't just print the ones that I needed. Um, yeah. And it was two separate files. So it was, that was a little frustrating. But I think the most frustrating part for me is I don't do paper patterns really anymore. We have projectors. And so mm-hmm. sometimes if I get a file, like a pattern, um, a PDF file, and it, they don't offer a projector file, which big four do not, um, you can use what's called PDF Stitcher. It's a free software that you can put on your computer and mm-hmm. convert a PDF file into a projector file so you can project it. The frustrating mm-hmm. part is, um, first of all, the PDF files don't have any sort of like test measurement box, even for the printed version. So you, you, even when you go to print it, there's no little measurement box to make sure on the first page that it's printed at the right size. Um, mm-hmm. So when I made the projector file, it showed... I had no way of knowing if it was projecting at the right size because there was no measurement box. I also had all the layers. So it still looked like a piece together PDF because all of like the, the alignment lines were still there. All the page numbers were still there. Um, I couldn't sort through sizes. It was really, I couldn't adjust the lines to be thicker or any, like it was, so it was really hard to project. Um, (laughs) So I, and I had to make two different projector files because there's two different PDF files. So again, first world problems, I could have just printed, let's see, there, each PDF file was 37 pages, I think. So I would have printed 70 something pages to make a coat, but that's because the pieces were kind of separated by size and not like mm-hmm. all together. So that's why it was so many pages. So I, that's why I opted not to, because I didn't want to print that many pages. Mm-hmm. Anyways, it it took me what normally would take me ten minutes to project and cut out a pattern. It took me a couple hours to get the files created uh-huh. and then project it. And then I was talking to you about it because I was like, "This is taking me forever" because I would have to zoom in on the computer to see which file I needed mm-hmm. and the sizes, and then I'd zoom out to the right percentage. And the whole time, I'm hoping that I'm cutting this at the right percentage. Ended up working out. But that whole process just kind of frustrated me because it made it so much harder than it need to be. And if mm-hmm. it just had layers in the PDF file, I would have been fine. Just something so simple, right? Is when you set up the file to have layers. But again, yeah. that's not difficult. Yeah, it's not. It's Google and then, search and you can figure out how to do that when you're saving your documents in Illustrator. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, there's there's things like that that I, I call this out not to say anything ill about Big Four or how they do their files. That is up to them, right? They didn't ask me. But I also say it because I want people to understand how much extra work goes into 
indie pattern companies mm-hmm. patterns. They sell them for typically less than big four. And they put in way more attention to those kind of details to make it as easy and efficient for everybody, no matter how you want to do it. If you want to print it off, if you want to project it, it doesn't matter. Okay. Yep. So that was a big like kind of thing for me. I was like, oh, that's super. It would have honestly been easier to buy it at the store and have tissue paper. Yeah, it would have. Lesson learned. Do you have access to Nomi patterns in your stores? Yeah, they're at Joanne. Um, Mm. and I just thought if I, if I wanted to make it again, I didn't want a tissue. I wanted to be able to project it. And that's the problem with that is I don't want to spend 20 bucks and then it's like money down the drain. Yeah. And if I change sizes or if I just want to make one for Bianca one day and she's going to be a different size, I just don't get that option, which is no fun. Well, and some of the pieces had all like all the sizes together. And then there were some of the pieces had two sizes together, but they weren't the sizes next to each other. So it would have Hmm. like an extra small and a medium and they would be layered over each other for like the sleeve. And then the, they would have a medium or a small and a large. And then, and it was just stuff like that. And I was just like, well, how would someone be able to grade between two sizes when there's more than a two size size gap between these? So there were some things like that, that I was just kind of like, that doesn't make sense. And it took up a lot more space on the page. Yeah. Um, So anyways, um, the other thing is the, the instructions with indie pattern companies are usually very detailed. They have, um, good illustrations, but also really good photos. They typically have a video tutorial or links to, you know, tips of the more challenging parts of the pattern so that you can learn it. And they, cause they truly want you to be able to succeed. Yeah. I'm not saying that Big Four doesn't, but there's just not as much attention in those areas. They, There's a level of, we expect you to already know how to do this, so here's the basics. I will mm-hmm. say, Nomi, it does give you more information than some of the other pattern uh, tissue patterns I've done. Um, Alyssa had a great video um, tutorial that went through it. It didn't show all the different variations like she didn't she didn't show the hood option in her tutorial Mm -hmm. which i feel like is more complicated and should have maybe been shown but she showed the version that i was doing so it worked out for me (laughs) um but i had to watch her video to understand a few parts of it because the instructions were a little confusing um Mm -hmm. but that's just for me it may be maybe not confusing to someone else it's just how i learn is visually like with a video or pictures. Um, so I don't know. It, again, like I said, I was just spoiled. I'm, I, I would yes. say that I, it's just a big difference. And it makes me appreciate all that these indie pattern companies put into mm-hmm. their, like everything that you get for a few bucks is a lot compared to what you typically yeah. get with a tissue pattern. So, you know, um, but it didn't stop me. It didn't stop me. No, it did not deter it me. Um, I well, actually learned well, it shouldn't, right? So no, no. And I'm saying all of this because if you were deciding that you want to make this coat, because it is a beautiful coat, and I definitely want to make it again, um, just know that you may want. Like, I hope this feedback doesn't deter you from it. That's not my intention. I hope this helps you decide which approach you want to take. Do you want to download it digitally uh, and buy it online? Do you want to go to Joanne or and 
you know, purchase it in store and have a tissue version. You can trace the tissue if you want and do that sure. step um, to have different sizes that way for mm-hmm. to save for future use. Um, you know, it's up to you. But just know, like, if you are used to using a projector, it's not it's not not really going to work. It's not conducive. It's no. So, um, but that's okay. I still made a beautiful yeah. cone out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, have you ever used a tissue pattern? Yeah. Like, re- like recently for something. I, I, I don't want to. I have yeah. no desire. I mean, I've done so many tissue patterns like back in the olden days, but like now, mm-mm. yeah, no, maybe like a kid's. I would do a kids, but maybe yeah. I just, I, I feel like the, um, for plus size, I just think that the big four doesn't really, I mean, there are now the big four, like Nomi pattern has great plus size, mm-hmm. like actual meant for plus size people, which is awesome. Like Ironica's patterns. Mm-hmm. But, um, I just feel like typically the straight sizes mm-hmm. that they're supposed to go up to 18. Mm, I don't even yeah. want to chance it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna go straight to the indie pattern companies that like this is for curvy people. Perfect. Yeah. Sign me up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I I can see that. And um I so when I when I went to Joanne to get the zipper for the quilted coat, it was uh New Year's Eve that I was there. And I decided to just go look at the physical patterns. Um, and that's when I saw the pattern for the second coat that I made mm-hmm. and it's not a Nomi. It's a, it's called new look, new look yeah. patterns also owned by simplicity. So there's several brands of patterns all under like the simplicity creative group. And, um, so new look is a simplicity. It said base, like beginner easy or something like said easy on the front. And I was like, well, it looks like a very simple coat. Um, and I said, I already have fabric. I knew I already had fabric. The only thing I didn't have was the, uh, the snaps, mm-hmm. the snaps, um, that they're like sewn into the back of the facing so that you don't see them from the front when the coat is shut. And so I did buy those. Um, so <laughs> I went in for one zipper and I left with two zippers for a new pattern project, um, two packs of the snaps and um, some, what was it? Fleece and yarn. I don't even know. I don't even know. It's that's just how it works at Joanne. Um, But I left and I have this new project. And literally after I made my quilted coat, like the next day I started working on that one. I was, I cut it out and everything, but this was actual tissue this time. It wasn't a digital (laughs) file and I haven't used a tissue pattern since I was little. Mm-hmm. Like it's been a really long time or even in college, maybe I used it, uh, used some, um, but I will say it was pretty easy. I actually I do like that. tissue patterns and just yeah. the whole process of just like, you mm-hmm. know, laying it flat and pinning it. Like I do like all that aspect yeah. of it. Do you mm-hmm. iron your tissue pattern paper? I would if I crumpled it up. <laughs> I did not iron it. I don't iron if it's like just newly unfolded. I don't. Yeah. 
I I used my weights and I had like a really big ruler that I lay across mm-hmm. it to hold it down mm-hmm. in the center and it it was fine. Um, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I didn't have any problems cutting it out. Now, this was a very basic pattern and um, it, the coat was not lined and it didn't have lining mm-hmm. pieces. Mm-hmm. So the coat really is only like five pieces, this tan coat. Um, and I decided to line it. And I had messaged you and Diana and I was like, let's brainstorm this. Like, what's the best approach? Because it's got this flip over collar shawl thing. So it's it's different because of that. And we decided we kind of brainstormed. And I was like, well, I'm just going to cut out these pieces again in a lining fabric, surge them to the main fabric. And that way the pieces are already lined. And then I'm just going to piece the coat together. So it's not, so the lining, you can see the seams and everything on the inside, but it's still lined and it still feels lined and it feels elegant and, you know, store-bought, but Mm -hmm. you know how typically a lined coat, you don't see the seams, they're hidden on the inside. It's not going to have that. I think with that coat, um, it would have been, it would have taken some finagling, but I think that it'd probably be best to have it as a drop in lining, which would have required like whip stitching it in and everything and would have been like a whole thing. So I think you went the right route. Um, yeah. And, yeah to at make the end it of the day, way. I'm not selling this or giving it to someone. It's just for me. Yeah. yeah. And the only reason people are going to see the inside is because I'm sharing that because I want you to learn how to be able to do it an easy way. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and I think it looks fine. Mm-hmm. I really do. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm pleased with how it turned out. And, um, you know, I, I it did, the instructions for that one were pretty straightforward. There were some parts that were a little confusing. The illustrations weren't, weren't that great. Again, they're black, white, gray illustrations. And they're the instructions are short short and sweet kind of thing. Um, and so sometimes you just have, with those kind of patterns, I just feel like you have to read between the lines. There is an expectation of knowledge, right? Yeah. So See, when I make my patterns, I go in with the mentality that like someone has never sewn a day in yeah. their life. And this yeah. is what they're doing. This is their first project. But for those companies, it seems like they're like, you've been sewing for 30 years. <laughs> it's like, well, no, but <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So at the end of the day, I came out with two beautiful coats. I learned a lot. Um, I will tell you one thing that I did that I've never done before um, with the quilted coat was a welt pocket. And Mm -hmm. I really struggled with the instructions um, because one, I'd never done it before. And two, they're a little making a welt pocket. You kind of have to, it's kind of backwards. Like you do it on top and then you bring it into the, so it's one of those where since I'd never done it before and you're cutting into the front face of this bodice, you're like, I feel like I need more information than just two pictures. Um, so I messaged it is. And, and my first time doing it, I'm doing it on quilted fabric. So it's even harder. And so I messaged Ashley and I said, I know you've done welt pockets please help me understand this. I need to feel confident going into this before I do. And it's like the first step of the pattern. Yeah. You want to get that stuff out of the way, right? Yeah. (laughs) Right. Apparently. And so she ended up finding um, a YouTube video. I watched it twice straight through. And then I 
did it with the video. So we, I had to find a resource outside of the instructions to help me do that part. But that was the only part that I needed help with, um, was using a um, very detailed YouTube tutorial on mm -hmm. the specific style of well pocket. But I it's did hard it. to draw that those instructions. It's just yeah. if you don't if you don't have it really good illustrations, then it's kind of like what. <laughs> <laughs> well, pockets are really common in coats, mm -hmm. jackets, um, things like that, suits. Um, and it was a skill that I really wanted to learn. You learned it last year. I really I love it. I know. Um, I feel like last year you were really focused on like attention to detail, like really detailed, intricate things like like doing button downs and all this kind of like detailed yeah. things I know and I was not in that headspace and something, and... something flipped with me recently and now I'm putting in zippers and doing welt pockets and making That's lined awesome. coats and I'm like what is happening but I'm I'm on it I'm on this ride I'm not slowing down I guess when I think about it like last year I made two jackets a bomber jacket jack a jacket so a children's jacket um like Anything else? I mean, that's a lot, like four. Yeah. Well, but you also did, I thought you did like a button down shirt for yeah, Jack. I did, I did a few uh, button downs, one for Bianca, one for Jack. And, and then two or three. Yeah. And then you also did, um, I, I mean, it's, it's not a heavy, but I think of it as like, um, it's that pullover Sherpa coat blanket jacket mm. thing for jack and oh. while it's not a, got a ton of detail but sewing with that kind of material takes its own kind of skill set too and, and knowledge so there was that so you, several of the jackets that you made were lined even mm -hmm. yeah i lined them with sherpa yeah one with was a what do you call it um a blanket that i got from the thrift shop <laughs> And then another one was just Sherpa from the, the fabric store. So you lined one with fleece and one with Sherpa. I, okay, so my question to you with that is, because I do I do own jacket patterns. I really, really wanted to make some last year. And I just got a little overwhelmed by all of the details that go into it. And the, the welt pockets and lining mm. it and the instructions. It's just, there's a lot. And I, and I feel like sometimes it's hard for me to decipher like what I'm supposed to cut out of what material. And it gets right. a little overwhelming. So any tips on like um, that? So <laughs> I don't know how else to put that. Like the the jacket that I made for my husband, um, I it's a, it was the Ramona, I think, by okay. Petite Surgery, and it's not one. it's not a lined jacket or jacket. Okay, so you have to kind of figure it out yourself. Ugh. So there's the front placket of where mm -hmm. the buttons are. Um, so what I would do is I would cut the the front bodice pieces out of the lining and the front fabric. And then instead of cutting the lining to be the same, because there's a fold in the placket, mm -hmm. I made it a little shorter because when I fold over the front, then I'm just going to kind of nestle the Sherpa into that fold. And that's how I would kind of finish that off. Does that make sense? When I need a video tutorial. <laughs>
because you're folding you're folding it like a hem right you're folding it like for half an inch and then two inches and then i would just kind of put the sherpa into the fold so it wouldn't have a raw edge yes exactly okay instead you would have to fold the outer fabric and the sherpa together and it would be super bulky yeah yeah no that makes sense it makes sense now so did you size up because you knew you were going to line it with Mm -hmm. this thicker material yeah that's the other question is like you know yeah that's a factor okay Um, i also with the rest of it i sewed the front bodice to the Mm -hmm. back and then I did the same thing with the lining and then I put them with the right sides together and sewed down like all the way around it just to bring the two pieces together as one. So mm-hmm. you're going to see the raw edge of the armhole, but mm-hmm. at least you don't see the raw edges of like the side seams, mm-hmm. you know, which is yeah. what you would probably more see if you went to open your coat. Yeah, like on mine um, that I lined and I just surged the lining to the... <laughs> yeah, to like the you could have done your lining with the right sides together and then yeah. put that... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's pretty much it when it comes yeah. to the lining. And then you just kind of follow the instructions for the rest of the way. Um, Did you... I mean, I, so there was another pattern company that came out with a shacket this fall. And I originally had signed up to be a tester for it because I was like, this is this oh, is going to motivate me to do it. And I, I think it was a Styla, actually. Aho? Uh, maybe, yes. And I ended up getting really sick after I got back from um, HSN and I ended up not being able to do it. I did back out and mm. felt so bad because I really, really wanted to. Um, but going through the instructions for that one and looking at it, I was just like... It was a, there's a lot of options, first of all. Mm-hmm. And I like that. Um, there was an option to do an unlined, aligned, and, mm. a, and, a, and then like a lined with finishing bias seams. Like there was several options, like a quilted option. She gave a lot of information on like, if you make this with um, thicker materials, like a Sherpa, like how to... S- slim down the fabric for your seams to make it easier to sew okay. together like using yeah, like yeah. um razor clippers oh that's like smart a, yeah so you use like, like what a, you would do with your like if you had like beady fabric you cut the beads off so that when right. you go to hmm. so same concept to but to eliminate some of the bulk so if you wanted to do like a faux fur or a faux sherpa or something really fluffy you it, she showed how to use like trimmers like you would use to buzz your kid's hair okay yeah, yeah. Um, and trim down the edge of the the pattern piece oh. just enough to count for the seam allowance so that when you put the two bulky pieces of fabric together mm-hmm. it wasn't so thick and then it would go through your machine easier right and, it would ma- and then it would make the seam not so bulky so it would the jacket would fit better and more comfortably. I just, I thought that was like, I had never seen that kind of detail in instructions before at, mm-hmm. on how to work with difficult, different types of fabric and materials. And I thought mm-hmm. right there, that was worth it because I mm-hmm. learned something and I hadn't even made it yet, you know? Yeah. So I, I sure. liked that a lot. She, it was a lot of detail in there. Um, so maybe that'll be my next one. Now that I'm talking about it, should I just you go know, for it? 
You should for sure. the The green style bomber jacket that I made yes. last year um, was lined, also, and it had the lined instructions in the mm -hmm. pattern, and that's a really good pattern to be able to wrap your head around. It's sort of like a drop in lining, which mm -hmm. means there's no raw edges at all. I know, and so yeah. I like that. Yeah, exactly. Do you remember last year about this time? I said I was going to make a really nice coat like I made, you know, this month. Um, of course I remember. And, I have an amazing memory. Of course. And it was a Vicky Sews pattern. Yep. I can, I, I really I know pieced, what it looks like. I pieced it all together. Yeah. Literally like the same thing that I made with that paper tissue pattern is what I was mm -hmm. planning to make. And I have that fabric still sitting up here. It's a faux camel. And I have the pattern pieces already cut out. And I got overwhelmed. And I didn't oh. end up doing it. I should do I that one that too. I thought that you used that fabric for this nope. trench. So nope. you still have that. You need to make that coat. <laughs> Don't with me. You do. It's so beautiful. It's looking at the fact. It's actually a lighter color than the one that I made earlier this month. Oh. And the lining is beautiful. And I'm pretty sure this is a drop in lining. Yeah. You need to make that coat. I need to make this coat. I own the pattern. I have all the fabric. You cut it out? I did not cut out the fabric. I, okay. I, I taped together the pattern pieces. I did not turn it into a projector file. I had that, it's a huge file, and I printed mm -hmm. it all out and I laid it out in my kitchen floor to yeah, be able to tape yeah. it together. The lines on this one were really thin. There's no way I could have projected that. Mm. Um, even, even the paper version, it's really thin, really thin. But it's all mm -hmm. sitting right here. I'm looking at it. Yes. That, that every time camel I have to needs to see the light down. of day. <laughs> and that faux mm -hmm. camel was like 50% off at Hobby Lobby when I got it. And I have you so know. much of it. And I and I have a lining for it. I have all of it. So what fabric did you use for your trench by New Look? Um, also, uh, it's a material. I'll look it up. It's from Joanne. Oh. I went to Joanne, um, I want to say in November or December, and um, they had so much of like their winter fabric on sale and on clearance. And mm -hmm. the stuff that I used was on clearance. Uh, and I'm going to pull it up because uh, I had quite a few people message me asking what the fabric was. So I, I couldn't remember exactly what it was. So I went to Joanne's and website and I found it. Brown polyester rayon wool like blend sportswear fabric. Wow. So okay. it's it's wool like but it's soft like a flannelly fleece. Mm -hmm. Um it's really soft. But it's mm. got like a a thickness to it. Like it's thick. Like this coat is heavy. Like it, it's a heavy coat, um, but it's really pretty, but it is darker than the, the faux camel that I got from mm. Hobby Lobby, but they're like the mm -hmm. same. I almost want to say that the, the wool like blend that I got from Joanne might actually be thicker than this faux camel. I haven't mm. pulled it down in a little while. I need to look at it. Maybe I'll cut that out this weekend. Well, Maybe I I'll feel like it. That that coat though um, deserves 
like attention to detail. Like it deserves some loving. I feel like I needed to have a more beginner friendly version of mm-hmm. this style of coat under my belt before I tackled this Vicky Sews one. Um, but they're very similar. Mm-hmm. I think now that I've done that one by new look, the simplicity one, the tissue one, um, and I figured out how to do it. I have, while it wasn't hard, I, I have this like, okay, I've worked with these, this bigger fabric. I've worked with the silkier lining. I've added invisible snaps. I've done the big collar. I've done the top stitching. I've, I've learned a lot in sewing with that kind of material. So now I feel I'm more equipped to tackle a bigger version of that. Is um, this a, so, a midi length version? It's a long one like, too. Okay, good. Yeah. It literally is almost so, the exact same coat. It's the same, but it's not the same. And because if you make yeah. it in a different length, then at least it's like, it's very, you mm-hmm. know, there's different state, you know, different ways of a long trench and then a short trench. I need styled to differently. find this pattern. Here it is. That's, I bought this coat pattern from Vicky Sews on December 24th of 2022. Oh my goodness. I've had this pattern for over a year now. <laughs> and um yeah, it's time. Yep, for sure. It's time. I, actually, and you know what? Good. I take the back. I take the back. I bought it Wait, no. I bought it October 27th of 2022. Huh. I've had it for that long. Um, it's the Martina coat. And I will put up a picture of what it looks like from their listing. Uh, I I cannot wait to make this. Just looking at it makes me, makes me want to make it again. Mm-hmm. But this one has a... It does come with a sash. So there is a sash pattern. So the one that I made by New Look did not have a sash. Um... As soon as I put it on, it needed a sash. I was like, I am, I am drowning in this. Like it's very straight down the side. And Mm -hmm. so, um, I did make a sash on my own and I just went for it. People Uh, are liking the boxiness these days, but I think, I think it's better when you I really like the, give yourself some curves. Yeah. And so then I, I made the sash and I love it. Um, but this one, the Vicky Sews one does come with a sash. And mm-hmm. it has the welt pockets. The collar is different. The collar yeah. is different. Um, so more it's traditional. got more of a traditional collar. And it's got like that little inset triangle here at the yeah, collar. Yeah, like a stout lapel. Whatever you said. <laughs> what did you call it? Like a suit lapel. A suit lapel. I, I thought you said something French. Oh, yeah. It's totally you... French. Super, super French. <laughs> the way you said it, I was like. Bonjour. She knows the fancy word. Um, but yeah, no, I'm excited to make it. Maybe maybe I'll pull yeah. it down. You will. But Okay, so we've talked about coats. We've talked about shackets. I hope the whole point of us talking about these is to encourage you all to try making a coat. Honestly, yeah. I would say the biggest challenge is picking the right material mm-hmm. to hold the structure of the coat. Mm-hmm. And then learning the best way and adjustments to your machine to sew that kind of material. Um, 
I think one of the best quick tips I can give you is to lengthen your stitch. So when I was sewing these together, I wasn't doing just a standard 2.5 millimeter straight stitch that you would Mm -hmm. use for cotton. I was doing like a three and a half to four, which sometimes can be a basting, but that was helping me tack it down without getting a shift in my fabric. Um, You can also adjust like the foot uh, presser foot pressure. Say that three times fast. You can do that? On some machines, yes. There's like a knob on the top. Well, there's a knob on top that you can adjust. There's on some of them. Mine doesn't have that, yeah. There might be a way, though. Hmm. Every machine's a little different. It's worth checking Mm -hmm. your manual to see if you can adjust the presser. But a walking foot might also. Absolutely, walking foot. Yeah. I sewed my coat on my FOF that has a built in walking foot. Right. Yeah. It has an ADT system, uh, which is gold. But after mm-hmm. I did the seams, I and I knew that I liked how it fit and how it came together. I always turn it right side out to make sure it looks good from the outside, and then I turn it back inside out and I surged, surged it to take down the bulk of the seam. Mm-hmm. So that's another option. But again, you can you would need to adjust your serger settings for that thicker material. So there's. There's different settings that you have to do for sewing with different types of material. We already know that. Um, but like, as we've talked in the podcast, there's today, there's different, definitely different things you have to keep in mind when working with different materials. Mm-hmm. Now I have a question for you, Ashley, when you lined your shacket that we were talking about earlier with the Sherpa, Sherpa can have a stretch to it. Yeah, that was an issue. And, and then your lining was probably a woven that didn't have a stretch. So Obviously, a walking well, the, foot. The outer was was a corduroy, and the yeah. inside was the Sherpa. Yeah. Yeah. So you have something that doesn't stretch and something that does have stretch. Yeah. I have tips on how to help with that, but what would be what would you say were some of the things that you felt like helped you get through that? Because well, I don't, I don't. I have no tips because <laughs> when I was putting it together, like the bottom of it became not the same as the. Yeah, bodice, so I had to cut because <laughs> I think oh. it stretched a little bit as I was going down the side seam. It will. I was like, "It's fine. It didn't affect it in any way. Mm-hmm. It just depends on what kind of stretch you're working with. That like yeah. you might see pulling if mm-hmm. it's a different type of fabric. But with the sherpa and the corduroy, it didn't really. The yeah, corduroy was so stiff and it's a, yeah, it's, it's fine. <laughs> That's fine. I, yeah. I thought it went great. So I had no idea. Yeah, exactly. you were like Trimming it off. And I've done that before. Um, yeah. I feel like Sherpa kind of stretches more in one way than the other. So that can, you may need to keep that in mind when cutting the pieces. Yeah. Like they, the blanket one that I made, mm-hmm. that, like that one, I think it's not, it wasn't, it's a blanket. It's not like the fabric. Stretchy, so I think yeah. if anything, it's a little bit more stretchy, probably mm-hmm. a little four way, you know? Okay. But it's fine. It's fine. I sewed Sherpa to denim mm-hmm. um, to make a doggy sleep sack. Mm. Yep, I made my dog a sleeping bag. Um, and I um, s- struggled with the stretchy Sherpa and the non-stretch denim. And mm. both being very thick but very different types of material. I found that lengthening my stitch and using a walking foot were the best thing. and then I I kind of I clipped a lot there's a mm-hmm. lot of clipping mm-hmm. 
And it did help prevent like any puckering or stretching. I just did a little bit at a time. But that lengthening that stitch and having that walking foot, the walking foot is key though. With and working with two different types of material and trying oh, yeah, to sew them sure. together, absolute, absolute key. So, you know, you live and you learn. You live and learn. Mm-hmm. But I, I feel like I don't want to discourage people from trying coats because at the end of the day, that big coat that I just made was only five pieces. Yeah, counting the pockets, which are optional. Not counting mm-hmm. the sash because I added that, but like five pieces. It's just a you've lot made of fabric. This, like, you've made tops and pants far more intricate yeah. than this coat. <laughs> yeah. But why? Why? I mean, coats just seem. It seems intimidating. Yeah. I will say the coat, the new look coat did not tell me to top stitch all the way around it. Um, mm. But it needed it to hold yeah, that sure. shape. It Because the thickness of the fabric, it needed it. Mm. It wasn't, the seam wasn't pushing out even. And so that was just like a no brainer. And it just. Chef's kiss gave it that like mm-hmm. professional look. So yeah. I I'm very pleased. Very mm-hmm. pleased. And um so but we have some other suggestions. So like maybe you're like, okay, I'm not quite ready for a coat. That's fine. Yeah. I wasn't for sure. ready for a coat for a while, and here we are. So it, you'll get there. Don't if it overwhelms you so much, don't Start with something simpler, okay? Mm -hmm. But we do have some winter wear projects that are very beginner friendly. So maybe you don't want to start make a coat yet, but maybe you want to make a couple winter wear things. And so one of the things that I have um, a video tutorial on on my YouTube channel is an infinity scarf. It is so quick. You can make it on a serger or you can make it on a sewing machine. Mm -hmm. And it just some scrap fabric. And you can use this for winter wear fabric, or you could use it like to make a summer scarf, you know, like lightweight scarf too, but they're so easy. And so we will link that video if you want to make one. I've made them before and they are great for gifts too. Um, But yeah. And then Ashley, you have a, I don't even know how you say it. I keep wanting to call it baklava and I know that's a dessert. It's a balaclava hat. Balaclava. Um, Balaclava. I make these every year the southerner in me doesn't know what this is so educate me this is a fleece hat with a mask that's built in and it has these uh ties here so it'll cinch around your face and keep you really warm it's great for skiing or sledding or you know times where you're going to get whipped in the face by wind or snow um, this is one of my hottest patterns on my Etsy shop, actually. And it comes really? in men's, women's, uh, children's. And I even, like, you can have so much fun with this. This oh, is my sentence. Oh, that's cute with the dinosaurs. Yeah. So when they're sitting at the bus stop waiting to catch the bus to go to school, and it's really cold mm-hmm. in Canada, in the Canadian winters, look how cute those are. Okay, I'm going to need you to try one on and show it. I'm going to mess up my hair. <laughs> but it's so cute okay mm-hmm. i you love how that i love how that goes up over like your nose to keep your whole face warm yeah it's a it's a oh, whole beautiful. it's a whole thing but you it's can whole make them oversized as well 
Um, some people like to make these, like if you're a woman and you wanted to put it over your helmet when you're skiing, some people do that. Mm-hmm. So they make the men's and it's just like engulfs your whole, it's so warm. It's almost too much. It has really? to be cold out, but yeah. you know, living in Canada, we get some pretty cold winters. I mean, it's minus 10 right now. Um, so walking to the bus stop with the kids in the morning, I'm wearing that. And then I'll put my big hood with the fur around it. And it's just like, you're like you, know, a little you don't even know you're outside. Like, you're just like all bundled up. Yeah, it's beautiful. I love it. Like, I don't even have a coat with the fur because I'm in the South and we just, yeah, it's cold. It. It, it'll get cold, but it's like. I'm going from my house to my car and then my car is going to heat up. And then if I'm in that mm-hmm. coat in my car, I'm sweating. So we just, we just run. <laughs> well, that fur, it, it cuts the wind, right? So mm-hmm. it's really, it's just, I thought you just it. wanted to you be have stylish. To be, you have to be careful though, because you can't put that in the dryer or you will singe all the fur off of your hood. How do you know Pro that? Pro tip. <laughs> well, my mom did it. Oh, I thought you were yeah. going to say you did it. Because you ha- you could take the hoods off the coats oh, okay. because of that reason. Um, and uh, yeah, if you don't, you have to let those air dry and then you can dry the rest of the coat. That's <laughs> it's funny. It's not a good look when the, when the beautiful fluffy fur gets totally fried. It melts because it's like synthetic. It yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh my gosh I bet that it's a pain though like when you have a coat that's like a couple hundred dollars and you do that yeah. it's not it's not a good day you can't just buy a new hood like if your husband threw it in the dryer for you to be nice murder <laughs> <laughs> it's like you know what just don't even dry Round don't even the wash it. <laughs> I, I can't imagine how many times that's happened oh around gosh here. you oh know gosh. I don't know that I've ever owned a coat with a fur-lined hood mm. in my entire life. I just don't... Does that mean that you don't have access to that kind of wear around you? Like, it's they don't sell coats com- like that? It's not a... Com- like, we have puffy coats, but we don't have, like... I mean, I know that there's coats with fur. It's just mm-hmm. not a very common thing, and... um and I've just never like bought one. Mm. It's weird because you get pretty cold. You just don't get the snow yeah. like we do. Like your we temperatures get, are usually get, around ours. Yeah, we get the cold, we get the ice, but ours won't stay at that temperature for long periods mm. of time. Like we'll have a couple cold days and then it'll warm up a little bit. We'll have a couple more cold days. It's like this roller coaster. Um, whereas like you guys can get cold and kind of stay cold in that cold range for a longer period of time. We just well, don't. waiting because the bees said it was going to be a really cold winter. And um, the bees. <laughs> yeah. And it's it's minus one today, which January and February are typically our coldest months. February usually is like frozen tundra. But it's going to be like four on Monday, three on Tuesday. And those are Celsius numbers. So I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah. You're probably Math like, that's isn't... freezing. Math, not mathing. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's uh that's it's above freezing, I guess. Which yeah. not so I was like I would ma- I was thinking of making an uh, ice rink again this year for my kids, but like I don't know. It, it, I, I don't well know. you did it last year and it didn't work because it didn't, it didn't get cold enough long enough to freeze and stay frozen. 
Yeah, you need like minus 10 temperatures for like a week. And we didn't get that. No, and I would say it's been a little above average here. We've had some cold days, but then like it was like in the 50s on Christmas Day. So I don't know. We're not a know. we're not a weather podcast, but when you're talking about winter wear, it tends to come up. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, it's fine. No, it's fine. I it's, we're getting older now, and weather is just one of those <laughs> things that comes up when you get older. <laughs> Makes me not want to leave my house. <laughs> well, that's the thing. I look at the weather app every day, and that tells me: Do I want to leave or do I want to stay? <laughs> I know. And now that I'm going to the office, I think that was also another motivator for me to make a nice coat because I didn't mm. really have like nice coats to wear like this big coat that i made is perfect for really cold days because it is warm yeah the the quilted coat is great for more of those mild days because it's still very warm but um it's not as warm and it doesn't have like that big collar um i didn't do the hooded (laughs) option but it's great so you know those are both coats that i can wear to the office and wear to work and be comfortable and comfortable in my car Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. I want to go make more coats. And then I really, I really do want to make the shacket. Yeah. The Tahoe from style. Yeah. 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 That's a nice one. It looks nice. It's hard because like, there's so many different types of shackets out there and it's, it's just like to pick one. It's just like, it's overwhelming. Well, that's the, the kind of problem I got into is the Ramona wasn't the one that I would have been like, that's perfect, but it was fine at the time. Yeah. And it's I have that pattern. great. Yeah. Um, and I have the Tahoe and I I'll have... try the Tahoe. We'll do it together yeah. Ooh. because I made that Ramona and I find that that coat, I did make it oversized because of the lining, but I think I made it too oversized, mm. you know, like did don't get too up, crazy. You just one size up would have probably been enough instead of like, two I thought or three. that's what I did, but maybe I did too. I you did more. Yeah, it was, it was a little, it's a little big and I didn't put welt pockets and I'm telling you right now, if you think that, oh, you know, welt pockets is too complicated, I don't want to do it. Um, don't ever skip because if you've ever used a coat that doesn't have pockets, like, it's like, what do I do with my hands? Like I just, so I, I know I tend to not reach for it because my pockets (laughs) are here. So I'm going to walk around like this, right? Like. I could wear mittens, but I'm one of those people who just like is difficult. And I just, so the welt is just chef's kiss as Bethany says, swacking her like this. Exactly. I'm laughing. I'm laughing because for those who are listening and not watching on YouTube. Oh my God. So the pockets on coats, there's typically like the welt pockets, but then there's like the upper pockets that are more just for decoration. Yeah, the breast pockets. Yes. And we're both standing here with our, or sitting here with our hands over our boobs, pretending to put our hands in pockets that don't <laughs> exist on the clothes that we're currently wearing. <laughs> but what's funny is I was, okay. So when I was taking pictures and video of that quilted jacket, I was trying to point out that there were pockets up there because it's a buffalo plaid. So things kind of got lost in the print mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. i'm like in the video like doing this <laughs> this number with my hand down my boobs and i was just like this is so awkward i'm not gonna use this footage because <laughs> i watched it back and i got so tickled so oh, sitting here, so yeah. with us sitting here with both of our hands over our boobs it just reminded me of just how awkward some of the things mm-hmm. are that we do just to show off our garments like nobody in their normal state of mind 
that isn't a sewist does stuff like this. But we're over here, like, <laughs> highlighting the awkwardness. Look at, look. <laughs> I literally... Details. Not even lying, my cousin messaged me and he said, I kind of felt uncomfortable. You look like you were feeling yourself up. And I'm like, I'm sorry. Because <laughs> he like come across my my feed and he's like, okay. What is she doing? <laughs> like, but I'm just like, I'm showing you my shirt. I'm just like, you know, the details. And I'm basically, yeah, I know. It's, it's awkward. Oh, my face hurts. Oh my gosh. Howie. It's so funny. <laughs> Oh, it's, but it's true. We, like, when I was, was taking photos and videos of me in my coat downtown Nashville, my colleague comes with me outside. It's so cold outside that day. The wind is just bursting through between these buildings down these streets. Mm. And it's so cold. And we're in the shadow because of all these building high rise buildings. And so, I was like, hey, I'm going to walk across the street and then go across the street. But then I'm going to turn around and go back across the street and back across the street. So just film me from this corner. And there's people parked at these lights just watching me run across the street and act a oh fool. My God. And I was just like, didn't she what? just go over there? And now she's, they think you're crazy and you lost your there mind. Was, there was someone that was walking down the street and he had to like go he was so nice because we stopped. We we're like, you can walk. It's fine. And and um, he was on the phone. He walked out into the street to to avoid us on the sidewalk. I was oh my like, God. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Don't get yeah, yourself I, told him, I, said, I said, if you want to walk through here, you can, but you have to be in a picture. And he just laughed. And I just make fun of it. But um, no, I'm. there were people in work trucks driving by watching me go down one side of the street while Amy is filming me from the other side of the street. I was like. I, and we get back to the office and I'm like, I have no idea what footage or photos we have, but I'm frozen and I'm done. Yeah. Embarrassing. Exactly. That was me it's, doing your, like when I filmed my skirt, my yeah. enchanted skirt that you just released. And I'm literally outside twirling on the sidewalk <laughs> in like minus temperatures and my in heels, my neighbor comes out and he's all bundled up and everything. And he's going for a walk with his dog. And I'm just like, hi. And he's like, he's, I just, I don't even know what to say. Like, yeah. He, he's like, are you going out? I'm like, no, I'm not actually. I'm going right home because <laughs> I'm cold. I'm going to go back inside and put on my Garfield pajama pants. <laughs> exactly. Right. But I, um, it's, just, it's just weird to see I, someone probably doing twirls on the sidewalk. I just, it's like seeing an influencer in the wild, but we don't really think of ourselves that way because we're just trying to showcase like the, the, what yeah. we actually made. Right, yeah. like you could buy the pattern, but your make is going to look different than my make because we're going to use different materials and different sizes and mm -hmm, different styles. Mm -hmm. and, but I, I, I'm so glad that I wore it to work, and mm -hmm. we took pictures of it downtown because that coat needed a downtown vibe. Oh, for sure, yeah, mm -hmm. for sure, that coat could not be photographed in my backyard. And the next one too. I know. Vicky I sells. may have to do some finagling. I may to find some different location. I kind of, okay. So we have, so we, our office moved for those who are listening. The reason I'm downtown mm -hmm. now three days a week is because our office has moved downtown. So I'm in the heart of downtown Nashville and um, it's a, it's a fun vibe. It's cool. I like our office space. It's nice. Um, but uh, I, Coming from my side of town, on the east side of town, we have a commuter train, which mm -hmm. Nashville does, is not known for its 
infrastructure for commuting. We are one of the worst, or I think this year we were ranked the number one worst. Yeah, I sent you the video. We are ranked the number one worst city for commuting. That's horrible. Because we have so many people here. Our interstates cannot handle the volume. And our additional options for commuting, like buses and trains, and we don't even have a subway. We only have a train that goes from the east side of town into downtown. Um, And it only stops at one place downtown. So if you don't work near the train stop, you can't really get to your office either. So we just, we don't have the infrastructure Mm -hmm. to support the volume of people here. So we are ranked worse than New York and LA. We are the number one. Yeah, of course. We are awful. So um, anyways, so I, but I, because of where I live, I do have the option to take the train. I have not done Mm -hmm. it yet. I'm nervous. But I feel like if I make this other coat, it might mm-hmm. be my train coat. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Like me, like I could film it at the train station, on the train, getting off the train, yeah. going to work, give it that vibe. Yeah. Because it's more of like a businessy kind of coat with the collar mm-hmm. than the dressier mm-hmm. shawl. Give a briefcase. <laughs> I don't. I have a backpack. Oh, that's not going to be cute. <laughs> you know what it is? Um, work issued me the backpack with my <sighs> laptop and all the stuff that they sent me during like the pandemic because we all worked from home when I first started. And so they just sent me all of that stuff. So everybody that goes to the office has the same backpack mm. and the same computer. Even and like a office. nice like leather crossbody something. I need something. Yeah. I need like a, you know what I need? I need a nice laptop bag that I can like carry mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. down by my side. Mm-hmm. I also yeah, bought, my cousin has a really nice one and it's like made out of like leather and it's like insane. But it's I bought, very um, nice. I bought some boots that mm. are like nude and mm-hmm. bulky combat boots mm. without the straps and laces. Think like a Doc Martin that was slip on, mm. but nude. Okay. And I kind of want to go that vibe with this coat. Like I want to yeah. mix the clean lines with like the chunky shoe with like a hoodie underneath. Oh. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. It, you could do that. I don't know. I'm, I'm going to style it very different than I did my last coat because my last coat, I wore skinny, dark jeans. I wore that, I call, I call it my, um, oh my gosh, what's his name? Steve Jobs. Oh, yeah. Turtleneck. It's the mock turtleneck, but it's a bodysuit. Mm-hmm. So it's fitted and black and it goes straight in, like tucks into my jeans. Um, and I wore my skinny, like pointy toed leopard boots right so i dressed Mm -hmm. it up and kept it very so that the coat was like had a dressier vibe um this is going to be more of a casual vibe mix Mm. i don't know we're gonna Mm. i got ideas i got ideas so part of me deciding what i'm going to make and what i'm going to the fabric i'm going to choose and this goes to any of my makes is how i'm going to style it how am I going to wear that? How is it going to fit my style or how do I want to style it? And that's what mm-hmm. I think of when I think of this coat that I'm wanting to make. The next one. Hmm. I don't know. 
It needs to be a different vibe since it's so similar to the last one. Yeah, for sure. Don't you think? Mm-hmm. We'll get there. We'll get there. Well, Cheer me fun. on, guys. Yeah, this, of course. Yeah. I hope this is Make her accountable and send her DMs. <laughs> yeah, send me DMs and ask me if I've made my coat yet. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it's the 16th, and mm-hmm. uh, I feel like you should be done. Already? <laughs> what do you think, Biscuit? Biscuit, tell her. <laughs> she is not helping me motivate to do anything. She no, just exactly. makes me like, can we go lay down together? She's like, can we just go take a nap? <laughs> I should I should make her one. A mini one. Yep. To match me. She's like, we need matching okay. coats, don't we? She's half asleep. Look at this dog. Anyways, I hope you guys are motivated to do a coat or make something for the winter, whether it's a scarf, a balaclava, balaclava. Am I saying that right? Mm-hmm. Make it for the whole family. A baklava hat. Um, this pattern is flying off the shelves right now. I'm kidding you not. People are cold. <laughs> Uh, you know what? I kind of just want to make one. I think Brock would really like one. Maybe. He likes, uh, he would honestly probably sleep in it. That kid pulls his blankets up over his head when he's sleeping. Oh, really? While wearing a hoodie, while wearing sweatpants, oh, while wearing God. socks. He'll have three blankets on top of him while he's sleeping. And I'm like, are you not suffocating? <laughs> this is the same kid that cried when he outgrew footed pajamas. Mm. And then he I likes s- to have that secure i don't know man i just am like my feet have got to be bare and i have to have one foot out to stay cool but he i was sewing his socks into his pajamas his zip-up pajamas when they got too big to have the feet attached still Mm. ridiculous so yeah he's he's always been that kid so he would probably really like that hat i need to make one for him i have the material Mm-hmm. Can, you, can you make it out of Sherpa or is it just fleece? The long pause tells me that. I don't know. What are mm-hmm. we making? Oh, that? That. Would it be too much to make it I out mean, of it Sherpa? depends on what kind of fleece. Is the Sherpa have like a nice inside? Because this uh-huh. isn't lined. Okay. It would just be so stifling if it was two layers of fleece. Yeah. This part is lined and this part isn't lined this part is lined and this part is not lined but it's just like so just kind of what frames the face opening is what's lined but the rest of it's not yeah okay it's kind of like a facing yeah you know so that's why like i do a different color yeah um to like an accent or whatever but yeah like if i did it double like, you could line it, I guess, if you wanted to, but it just, like I said, it would be really hot. Like, that is so hot. I'm not even lying. <laughs> it's, well, but it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I need to make that for Brock then. He would probably really like that. But maybe not. <laughs> I was just looking at my stash from across the room of some of my winter fabrics, and I have so much Sherpa, and I mm. bought it to make those, like, pullover blanket. Oh, yeah. And you gave some away, and you still have tons <laughs> I gave all that Sherpa away, and what did I do? Go and oh. buy more Sherpa. <laughs> That's right, yes. I have an entire Lovely. bin of Sherpa, so if I would just make it, I would free up an entire shelf for fabric. Yeah, it's freaking bulky. There are two types of Sherpa in this bin, and I have probably 60 types of cotton in a bin the same size. 
That's how wow. big the Sherpa is. Mm-hmm. I need to get busy. I got need stuff to, to make. That's my, I think that's one of my goal, like underlining goals that I haven't really said this year is like to work through this stash. Cause yeah. I have a huge stash of all types of fabric and mm-hmm. I really just need to work through it. I need the stash to my motivation for what I'm sewing next. I have this thing where I kind of hoard it in a way where I'm just like, yeah. I don't want to use it, but it's like, use it. <laughs> Yeah. You need the space, yeah. you know, like I, I was collecting it because it was really pretty or it was on sale and pretty, you know, usually both um, <laughs> or I'll make it one day kind of thing. But now I'm like, all right, I'm tired of looking at this on the shelf. I really just need to yes, get it done. Exactly. That's where mm-hmm. I'm at. If yeah. you're not there, that's OK, but you'll get there. And I, I'm I am so there. Yeah. And I, I so, keep having this like, oh, well, I just need to find the right project for that fabric. But it's like, mm-mm. well, if that project isn't going to show up sitting on my desk, then. Well, and the project keeps showing up and I and I want a different fabric. Yeah. And then I go right. out and buy a new fabric. So, yeah, no, we're, we're going to be fabric shopping through. now. Thank you very much. You're welcome. But your idea of fabric shopping coding, is the thrift, thrift store. No, yeah. I do like to go online and shop at fabricville.ca. They, right now, they have all of their coding um, on, on sale, sale for buy one, get two free. Ooh. And they're meters. So there's like six at six or three extra inches. I don't know. but Something like that. They're a little longer than our yards. So it's they, like $25, um, but you get three yeah. meters, which That's is a lot. That's a great deal. Because I, I they have bought... a gold foil. Ooh. I feel like cool. something that you need to make this year is a is a blazer. Ah, yes. I have that fabric. Oh, so pretty. And it's fuchsia. Ooh. Yeah, I know. I also yeah, have you need to make a blazer. I feel like, though, oh. we need to find a really good blazer pattern. Yeah. That's the thing is that I have a very specific, I need the right lapel shape. Yeah. No, it just it has to be I kind of want it to be like three quarter length with a cuff. I would do I would do wrist length and then be able to fold it up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I agree. Cool. And the lining, like a like a satiny kind of lining. Mm-hmm. Mm. I need it. I need a new sport coat blazer type for work. I like mm-hmm. pairing those with jeans. Mm hmm. Like I like to pair something dressy with something more casual mm-hmm. and I can wear that to work. Yeah. But you go to like HSN and stuff like that and you're doing all kinds of yeah. things. So you'll have meetings with like people that. that you need to look a little profesh. yeah. professional. Professional. <laughs> I, uh, I, that's one of my things is this year I really want to make more of my work clothes. I've been living mm-hmm. in loungewear for like three years. <laughs> Three years, yes, exactly. And I have so much fabric to make loungewear and pajamas, but that's just oh, not what wow. I'm wearing as much anymore. But I yeah, will say that out. I, think, I think the next thing I'm going to make, because I just did that coat, the next thing I'm going to make is a set of loungewear because I do have some fabric that I bought that I intentionally bought for that. And it's, sometimes you just need like that cal- palette cleanser. Like you do something challenging and rewarding and hard, but then you're like, okay. I just need something easy next. I just need yeah. something that I can like fly through in a few hours and be done and get that instant gratification. 
And I don't mm-hmm. even need to share it. Like it can just be just for me. Right. Mm-hmm. But the coat needed to live several mm-hmm. times on my feed because <laughs> it's just so good. So anyways, mm. that's kind of how I think of it. I was like, I need a little palate cleanser. But what did we say we were going to make together? The Tahoe? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Do it. Hold me to yeah. it. Wish me luck. All right, guys. Yay. Well, we hope we've inspired you to make some winter wear. Winter's mm-hmm. not over. Yeah. I'm already thinking about spring stuff, though. All right. You're thinking we'll about my there. birthday. I get yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. The big 4 <laughs> I said it. I said it out loud. It's okay. We're going to get through this together. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right, guys. Well, as usual, we've enjoyed chatting with you today. I I feel like we could talk about coats all day. I don't know what it is. I just love them. I caught the bug. (laughs) Wouldn't you say? Yep. We're wrapping up the podcast. We, we've had a few squirrel moments today, but I feel like we've kept it on topic with coats, winter wear, work wear, outer wear, accessories, scarves, hats, the, you name it. Um, at the end of the day, it's winter, and we just all want to bundle up and be warm. So we wish you warm weather. We mm-hmm. hope you get through the winter and bundle up and stay safe. And if you're stuck inside, you might as well sew. Yep. For sure. And they're right. All right, guys. Hope you have a wonderful week of sewing. Hope this has motivated you to try some winter wear. If you have any questions or need advice or support or just some cheerleaders to cheer you on, just reach out to us. We'd love to hear from you. As always, subscribe Mm -hmm. to our newsletter over on our website, and we will see you soon. Happy sewing. Bye.